Hi, my name is John, and this is my good buddy Andy, and you're listening to the Packers Blitz Podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s of Packers football and live to talk about it. And this podcast is dedicated to the world's greatest fans, Packer fans. So, all right, let's get right into it. Andy, I am still hot. Even after a night's sleep on it. So we are starting a new And you're thing. not talking, talking about your looks, John, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at Yeah, you. I, I did want to say one thing before you start okay. your, you know, your rant, which yeah. is going to happen. I, you know, you already it's prepared happened. me for it. It's just, I would say, you know, the week two game was a heartbreaking um, 25, 24 loss to the Falcons. So it was heartbreaking for me because I'm watching it with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, a good hunk of it in, uh, actually I was in St. Louis. Uh, and, um, you know, it was just, it, mm. we were doing so well, <laughs> you know, yep. we're up I'm gonna get 24 to, to 12 or whatever it was. And yep. all of a sudden, the fourth quarter, a good majority of it, we just, uh, it was a big, big, uh, dud. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. So, so thank so. you, Andy, because now you're going to get, and this might be, uh, <laughs> we might have to decide if this is going to be an, uh, Andy and John rant, or if this is going to be a Andy rant or a John rant, but tonight folks, this yeah, episode, I've got John, I've got my rant to, Later on in the show. All right, right, so right. Great, 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 great. So, uh, all right. Go, fire away. Fire. Oh, I'm firing. All cannons, baby. <laughs> so, this is John's Packers Blitz Barrage Rant. So, I want everyone, if you're in your car, if you're in your home, if you wherever you are right now, you're walking, you're jogging, I don't care what you're doing. I want you to stop. And I want you to say this. Repeat after me, Packer fans. Ready, Andy? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going. I'm to as take mad it. as hell, and, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Losses like this anymore. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, because... I cut you off, John. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Keep that's going. fine. So, Packer fans, scream! I'm as mad as hell. I'm not going to take losses like this anymore. This is happening, and I'm going to get to some quotes here, some comments from some social sites on the Packers because. A lot of people hit it right on the head. We have done this, Andy. Because remember, Andy and I have been watching from the 80s. So we've been through the Mike Sherman era, the Mike McCarthy era, and eras before that. But let's use Mike Sherman. We're going to start that everybody can at least know some coaches. (laughs) Because if you're younger, you're like, who in the heck is Bart Starr? (laughs) All right. So we're going to start with Mike Sherman. Okay. What happened in the Mike Sherman era? Fourth and 26. Like, what? <laughs> we lost the playoff game to the Philadelphia Eagles in that, uh, I think it was the uh, 2000, early 90s. I don't care when it was. It was fourth and 26. And we had that game won. It, it, unbelievable. Then we go to Mike McCarthy. And how many games did we lose where we just couldn't finish the game. I can't even, you know, look it up, Packer fans. There's a lot, okay? Then, now we're in the Matt LaFleur era, and we keep doing this again. And it is, to me, like I said, I'm as mad as hell. And you should be, Packer fans, because we can't continue to lose games like this. These are the Atlanta Falcons, who are not going to the Super Bowl. Maybe they'll sneak in in the playoffs. A quarterback that is, in my opinion, I think Jordan loves a little better right now. That's my opinion. But you know, again, Atlanta fans, you can argue with that. But I'm going to get right into <laughs> some comments from social sites on the Packers that kind of, kind of just like talking about the game. And I'm like, okay, that kind of hit a hit 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 on the head here. So there was this one comment that said, "A reminder that Matt Lafleur chose to punt the opening drive." instead of try a 56-yard field goal indoors with his rookie kicker with a cannon of a right leg. Okay, right? The, I agree with that. Now, 56 yards, 
that's pushing it. But remember last week, he hit one from over 50 that could have been good from 60. We talked about it in the last episode. Okay. Let's move on to A.J. Dillon. And I like A.J. Dillon. He's a good player, but <clears throat> but in this little thing, it says, A.J. Dillon is a blank. Mine is klutzy, is my word. He could not stop tripping. He would get up there and, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, did someone trip him? Did someone do it? No. And, uh, you know, to make things worse, he fell and all his quadzilla legs fell on Elton Jenkins, was hurt on a third and two play. <laughs> Here we go. Double whammy that hurt Elton Jenkins when they didn't convert. And remember, Elton Jenkins is a pro bowler and we really, really need him. <laughs> My God. AJ Dillon fell on Elton Jenkins' surgically repaired left knee. And Elton Jenkins will be out for the next few games with an MCL sprain. So this <laughs> is his clutziness. He took out one of our best linemen. And I'm like, what is going on? So I was just like, really, is this happening again? I mean, are we going back? And we're not going back, folks, to the 1980s. This was common in the 80s where people trip over each other, would hurt each other, would just be the most ridiculous injuries you wouldn't believe. So let's move on to the next one. <clears throat> this is kind of a funny one, <laughs> a good one, but I understand where this guy's coming from. Honestly, every time you guys blame Joe Barry on any Green Bay Packers loss, you seem to forget that we did not score a single point in the fourth quarter. Also, we had three Three and outs. This was a well-rounded loss. Okay, I agree with this. Okay, this is social comment. However, the other thing is what makes me mad is this isn't a Jordan Love thing. This is an Aaron Rodgers thing too. How many times Packer fans and and I'll get a, I'm, put on we'll put on the tape, uh, go back to YouTube whatever and watch the uh, NFC Championship game at Lambeau against. F you, Tom Brady, <laughs> when we were in the fourth quarter and we were starting to move the ball and everything, we were starting to do all right, and then three and out, three and out, three and out. And it was just like, it, this is insanity. And, and, and I, again, I don't know if this is a Matt LaFleur thing. To me, it isn't. Mike McCarthy did it. Mike Sherman did it. So maybe let's stop getting guys who coaches who start with the letter name, start with the letter M. And let's hire a guy with this, I don't know, a J, <laughs> like D, John. Um, and, then, and then here's something I love is, this is another social comment. Maybe someone should teach Joe Barry how to defend the run so he can pass it on to his players. I'm being sarcastic, of course, but it seems to be, and I love this, Groundhog Day when it comes to Packers playing good defense. Seen the movie Groundhog Day? Do yourself a favor. It is one of the most funniest and uh, I, I would say charming movies. Um, you could watch it with your family. Um, pretty much all of it. <laughs> There's some things in there maybe you don't want to uh, have with the family, but all in all, it's a movie that teaches you a lot of lessons in life. And Bill Murray's character is really quickly, he gets stuck in the same over and over and over and over and over until he breaks up i won't do it the movie's been out <laughs> go see it but i'm still not gonna do spoilers for you it's a great movie it has a lot of life lessons in there uh and, and so really that really hit me i'm like yeah this is groundhog day how many times does our defense have to gr give up all this yardage on uh running I mean, after a while, it was like, man, screw you guys. I'm just going to run this way. Oh, your, your defense is this way? We'll go that way. Oh, you know, there was a fourth and four. Sorry, fourth and four. Okay, here comes B. John Robinson. They fake it to him. Ritter comes out the other. There's nobody there. The linebacker gets over too late. No one's spying on <laughs> Come on. 
I mean, we're just doing basic stuff here. So my thing is, it's exactly right. It is Groundhog Day defense over 211 rushing yards. They did that the previous week to Carolina. Now, Carolina is a good team. Uh, I'm, okay, let me put them a little too much, but they still have a pretty good defense, okay? And they got boat raced out of there. Uh, and, and Atlanta, again, they're not that good. They're an average team. I was telling Andy, texting back and forth, they're kind of a mirror image of, of the Packers, but I think we still have better skilled players in certain positions. And yes, I know. Aaron Jones didn't play, David Bakhtiari didn't play, and Christian Watson didn't play. Let me tell you something. I didn't want David Bakhtiari to play because he probably would have got hurt on that turf. He's out for the rest of the year. And where are we? Christian Watson, even if he played, eh, maybe he would do something. You don't know. But, you know, the guy hasn't hardly played at all, so he's got to get his rhythm. But Aaron Jones, yes, that was a huge thing. And, you know, the one of the things is, Two is everything good they did in the Bears game, which Andy and I talked about in the last episode, and we were very generous to the coaching staff and special teams and defense and offense. They just the opposite way. And I'm like, how the hell can you guys go from that up game coming into this game against Atlanta? And not a great team, definitely a beatable team. You're winning in the fourth quarter. And then again, it's just they forgot how to finish. So I'm done. Peace out, Andy. Take it. <laughs> you need some oxygen, John. Maybe I need some, something. Some water. Something. I'm drinking some water now. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Groundhog Day, a big, you know, big time loop. And that's kind of how our Packers uh, run defense has been, right? It's the same loop over and over and over, and over again. So. And I did want to mention a couple of things about the movie just quick. <laughs> Andy McDowell was really great in it. She was the love interest of Bill Murray. Great overall cast in it that came out in, uh, I believe, in 1993. Uh, it was directed by the late, great uh, Harold Ramis of a Ghostbusters fame. He was one of the Ghostbusters in Ghostbusters. So Harold Ramis, rest in peace. Um, and then uh, I did want to, before I started, and I... I'm sure, John, you saw this. Uh, of course, you had just said social media blew up. <laughs> it went nuclear. Uh, the other thing I noticed is that there was article after article after article after article mm -hmm. about uh, the, the Packers' loss. And there was there's just almost too many articles that came out. And there's just, a, of course, a lot of complaining um, that we personally don't like to do. But... Um, it's easy to do after this loss because they had it uh, within their grasp and they let it slip through their fingers, so to speak. So I did want to mention that, yeah, just a lot going on the last few days. It was hard for me to kind of come to grips with everything and take all the information and, and try to do the podcast after that because there was so much we could talk about. And so I tried to limit it as best I could. Uh, you know, Packers Blitz fans, I'm going to try to keep this as short as we possibly can. But um, so I wanted to go through the recap a little bit. Um, we are going to go through play by play or anything like that. We're going to do some more general stuff. So uh, very interesting. The game on Sunday marked only the third time the third time in Packers in the Packers 104 year history that they opened the season with two consecutive road games. Thank you, NFL. Not <laughs> the Packers have still never opened the regular season with two consecutive road victories. Hmm. Hasn't happened. So wow. if they would have won, that would have been the first time. Interesting. <laughs> so, and then according to the, According to AcmePackingCompany.com, I, I read an article. I just saw the first line, and I just had to say, say it to, for everybody. It says it, they said, "What a weird, gross game." <laughs> and to be quite honest, I read I read the article, and I didn't know I knew what they meant by weird. I'm not sure what they meant by gross. Yeah, what um, by gross? Yeah, that could mean a lot of different things. I don't know, but I I didn't get that yeah, part. But that's what yeah. they said. I thought that was okay. kind of funny. 
And then the other thing I wanted to add before I went into the winners and losers in the game, uh, okay. Bucky Brooks of Fox Sports is an idiot. Yeah, he is. In his NFL top 10 power rankings, he has now ranked the Atlanta Falcons number seven. <laughs> they weren't even ranked. They weren't even ranked last week. Come on, yes, come on. I picked the Falcons to make the playoffs. I personally did. But number seven, no way. No way. Uh, Bucky Brooks mentioned how head coach Arthur Smith has transformed Atlanta's run-heavy offense into an unstoppable force. Oh, exactly on. what he said. My B. John Robinson on. is an electric playmaker. I'll give him that with elite mm. run receiver skills. He had 19 attempts and 124 yards rushing, four catches, and 48 yards. Aaron Jones, anyone? So yeah. basically, he's kind of an Aaron Jones, almost a clone with yeah. his production. If if Jones plays in that game, the Packers win. Absolutely. They do. Absolutely. Automatic. Yes. Uh, the Falcons' young quarterback, uh, Desmond Ritter, was okay. The Falcons' D was okay. Even their kicker, Koo uh, is his last name. I just love the last name. Koo uh, mm-hmm. is okay. He yeah, missed, okay. I think he missed a, he's okay. Uh, yeah. he, I think he missed a, missed an extra point or something. Yeah. Um, so the only reason that I picked them to make the playoffs that I picked them to make the playoffs, they're probably going to make it by the way, oh, yeah. um, is because they're in a crappy, crappy yeah. division. I said this before. Yeah. So yeah, they may go 10 and seven or nine and eight, but it's because they're in a crappy, crappy division. Yes. Just look yep. it up fans. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. It's yeah, it's the worst. So anyway, moving on, I'm going to go through some of the, the winners. Uh, John, was there anything you wanted to add before we move on? Any comments okay. about anything that I said so far? No, my rant chime pretty in if much you want. covered it. My, my rant okay. pretty much covered it. So yeah, it did. The it did. Yeah. <laughs> so the winners from the game, uh, as far as the Packers are concerned, uh, the wook, rookie, the, I was going to say Wookiee. <laughs> the, the the rookie wide receivers uh Jaden Reed my boy total winner two boy. touchdowns and Dontavian Wicks yeah, uh that was must have been called up from the practice squad I guess yeah, I guess um I don't know wasn't supposed to play very much he scored a touchdown too yeah. so it seems that Goody did right by Jordan Love when he drafted five pass catchers in the 2023 draft Jaden Reed made us all forget about missing Christian Watson's and Aaron Jones speed when yeah. Reed hit 20.54 miles per hour on his first touchdown. Smoke it. We didn't miss Watson's and Jones's uh, elusiveness when Dontavian Wicks broke a tackle in which he mm-hmm. could easily have gone down a la Josiah DeGuara. <laughs> he did that during the game, by the way. Did you see that, John? He yeah. just went down. He's all upset with himself, but he just went right down. Seriously, again. So, Dantavian Wicks scored a 32-yard touchdown. Uh, and so, he broke a tackle, made a fantastic play. Uh, Jaden Reed, by the way, is our Packers Blitz Offensive Player of the Game. John, are you in agreement with me on that? Absolutely. Okay, so... Uh, he's our offensive Absolutely. player of the game, by the way. So he's a winner. Uh, another winner is inside linebacker Quay Walker, who John yeah. just loves. And he played so great in the Chicago game. Well, he played great again. Yeah, he did. He, uh, he was simply everywhere on the field Sunday with his combination of speed and size. He led the team in tackles with 17, 17, wow. <laughs> eight solo, yeah. recorded a quarterback hit and had a pass defended, which, by the way, should have been his second uh, INT in as many yeah. weeks. So I it hit him right the in the face. I think I don't know if it went through his hands, hit him in the, uh, in the right in the chops. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what happened, up? but he, he, he should, <laughs> I don't know. He had a perfect opportunity yeah. for an interception. So uh, Quay Walker is the Packer is Packers Blitz defensive player of the game. Are we in agreement yeah. with that on that, John? Okay. Curry, you so, are correct, sir. And uh, and then another winner, I thought for the game, he did make a few you know plays that weren't great toward the end, but uh, Jordan Love. And the reason yeah. 
uh, is this. Patience will pay off. He looks Patience like a franchise off. quarterback, period. He does. He does. The two-minute debacle of play calling at the end of the game was not his fault. No. Professional football players no. practice those drills every stinking day in practice. Why, why were four vanilla play calls called like that at the end of the game in a win or lose situation? This is kind of a rant too. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Jordan. Um, somebody on the coaching staff better rethink the Packers two minute drills on offense, yeah. abysmal execution and play calling abysmal. Uh, yeah. Jordan is going to be all right. Remember the Packers were missing four of their, uh, best offensive players, like the four top players on offense. Yeah. Aaron mm-hmm. Jones, uh, just, uh, Watson, we had Bakhtiari out and El- Eldon Jenkins at and Jenkins uh, yeah, went yeah. out during the game. So all four of our best offensive players were out. So mm-hmm. any more winners that you can think of, John? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to mention a couple other uh, on defense. Kenny Clark, now he did not yep. do uh he, he did not well, I say he didn't get set, but he would had he was there when he needed to be there, not in the fourth quarter. I don't know what that I think he was out there too much. Um we gotta we gotta work on that to 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 get him on and off the field. Um, and also, I really liked um, on offense, oh, you already mentioned Wicks. I don't want to say he – well, I think he did a really nice job of that catch and breaking that tackle. Uh, and I really think that he could be an upcoming player. I wouldn't call him a winner, but I, I just think he did a nice job because he is not a starter. I mean, they come into that situation. Um, I think they did pretty pretty well. Other than that, again, no. <laughs> I think you hit it on the head. And going back to Jordan Love, just really quickly, Jordan Love should be never at this point in his career be put in that situation with 35 seconds left or how, how much it was to get a game time game winning field goal because. If, I'm I'm sorry, but he's not ready for that spotlight yet. And if you go back to Aaron Rodgers' first year again, go to YouTube. They have all all his uh, things on there from his first year. Aaron Rodgers didn't do that great either. He would either hold the ball too long and get sacked, or he would throw the ball like over someone's head. Or and if you if you're like, are you sure, John? You're remembering that right? Go back and look at it because I looked at it today. It's on YouTube where they did highlights of um, Aaron Rodgers' first year, and you're like, huh. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, and you're right, Andy. Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers, yes, and to your Zach's point, they do really look alike in their throwing motion. I mean, there were some times, and they two in the game, where he was making some throws, and the announcers went, Yep, that's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's an Aaron Rodgers. You not throw per se, but his motion and the way he did it. So, you know, again, patience. We cannot get this on Jordan Love. He he can take part of the blame for that dumb thing he was doing with uh, fourth and one, where he gets up there and he just suddenly, <laughs> you know, yep. I'm like sitting there and I'm like, okay, yeah, are we going? Are we not going? Like, where are we going? Right. Yeah. But you have to get the ball first, John. You have to wait for your offensive line to move. You get the ball. You wait (laughs) a split second. Wait for them to block. And then you find the gap. And then you go. He would just went right away. So it's like nobody taught him how to do a sneak or, or, you know, that type of play. That's that's how you don't do that. Yeah, I just yeah, no, anyway, I, no kidding. I guess he needs to work on that, but we'll work on that. Uh, but again, you're absolutely right. The majority of it was not Jordan's uh, no, fault. They put him in a bad situation at the end of the right. game. The defense could not stop the run, of course. No, and there are too many, too many third down conversions. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. They could it not was. get off the field, which I will get into in a little bit. Yeah, so <laughs> by the way, right. but uh <laughs> That'll be that'll be that'll be my rant later on. There you go. But um, and then the losers in the ball Loser. game. Um, the losers, the football, which clearly wanted to be intercepted multiple times by the Packers, <laughs> was the biggest loser. 
Packer fans out there, that has nothing to do with weight loss. <laughs> uh, the K- the Quay Walker drop that we already mentioned. Uh, Darnell Savage missed an INT, missed an interception on a mm-hmm. long completion to Atlanta wide receiver yeah. Matt Collins that could have prevented the Falcons' comeback. Oh, that was and bad. last but not least, all-world cornerback. Jair Alexander, pick six. I think that was oh. in the first half. Was Correct. thrown right to his right, chest. Right to him. Right to him. Right to- <laughs> like he was the receiver. Though, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Even any one of these three interceptions, shoulda, coulda, woulda, changed yep. the outcome on the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Atlanta quarterback Desmond River uh, Ritter. Uh, should have finished with four picks mm-hmm. instead of one. He had mm. one pick. That was it. Yeah. Uh, those plays need to be made. I can't and, emphasize that enough. And I want to say, too, maybe you here have this. Oh, my gosh. Jair Alexander had an awful day. Awful. Burn the tape. He was out of position on some plays. He was not tackling. Yep. He was. Drake he London's just, touchdown. Out of position. He, he just was having a, one of these rotten days. So I, I'm hoping he'll yep. bounce back. But anyway, not hopefully. The you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and then back to AJ Dillon. That he's he's mm. he's one of the losers oh, in this game boy. for sure. Yes. AJ Dillon is clearly not the answer at running back. Nope. He was given an opportunity to start at running back and didn't run with it. Uh, Like John said, there were multiple instances of him tripping and coming up short of a first down, uh, you know, runs that seemed like he was going down way too easily for a guy with tree trunks or legs. Absolute tree trunks. Uh, So for for the Packers, a tank-like back should Mm. easily pick up first down on third and short, but somehow it's not – not in not the case with uh, AJ Dillon, is it? Something has to change. And, and something and, I want to make an observation here, really quick, Andy. We we're talking this off offline here uh, before we got up. Maybe this is me, but ever since AJ Dillon got married and had a kid, he's a different back. He's a different person. And maybe it's just me. And I'm going to go back. I'm going to watch before he got married. After he got married and had a kid. Now, is that an excuse? Andy and I both agreed. Absolutely not. You have to leave a legacy for your kid and your family. So am I going to bust my butt out there? Absolutely. Am I going to trip and look like a klutz? <laughs> and then my show that to my kid, to my son? No, it's embarrassing. So... Again, maybe this is something, maybe it isn't, but I've been watching football for a long time, and I know when guys have just quit, when guys are just like, I'm done, man. And you can see the fire go out of their eyes. They're they're just not hungry anymore, and they just are like, yeah, I think it's time to go. Um, I don't think this is his case. I think A.J. Dillon is just having a bad couple games we hope because it's his contract year and if he continues to play this way well good luck trying to get a big contract aj i wish luck but it's not gonna happen so something has to change and i don't know what it is like andy said so anyway on to the next yeah another one of the losers was uh well matt matt lafleur uh, his mm. loyalty to A.J. Dillon mm. and a certain de- defensive coordinator who shall not be named <laughs> is costing his football team we more know victories. <laughs> the Packers were ahead at halftime the entire third quarter and most of the fourth. Then they inexplicably lost. Yeah. Leading 24-22, LaFleur called a running play three times in a row with A.J. Dillon for a total of nine yards. Jay. It wasn't working before. So why did LaFleur suddenly think that it would happen with the game on the line? 
Like Je- John has said at nauseum, <laughs> Joe Barry's, oh, I said it, <laughs> Joe Barry's defense cannot stop the run when it has to. Year after year, Matt LaFleur's loyalty cost his team the game. His yeah. loyalty to not only A.J. Dillon, but also yeah. Joe frickin' Barry. Yeah. Any comment on that? <laughs> no, just just really- those are the decisions that head coaches make, John. Yeah, you know who's in, who's out, who are you going to put your faith in? Yeah, and unfortunately, he's put put his faith in. I mean, especially Joe Barry. That one is just head scratching to this day. I have that, no idea. Right, right. Maybe so, he's got some some tape on him. He did something <laughs> he wasn't supposed to. I don't know what do it the, is. No, with some lady. I. I um, but no, here, here's the thing on yeah. that. Mike McCarthy did this too, and it cost him his job. Okay. He was loyal to some players and um coaches you know, too. Coaches too. Um yeah. where he, you know, it, it just it just cost them. and people would say that. People would would sports announcers as well as reporters would say he's gonna lose his job. Because he doesn't understand that, yes, loyalty is important, but in this game, winning is more important. So I'm sorry, you know, you, you can be loyal to a fault, and uh, and normally that's a good characteristic. In football, unfortunately, winning trumps that. So uh, I just think Matt Lafleur just really quickly is on a short rope because remember, folks. In the offseason, Rich Basaccia was named assistant head coach. So to me, that spoke volumes because Rich Basaccia, if, if you go back, the last time the Raiders made the playoffs, well, guess who was their coach? Rich Basaccia. Guess who, uh, you know, has a ton of network uh, people that he knows because he's been in the game. He's a well-respected guy. Uh, I'm just saying, I don't think Rich Masachi would be the answer, but if he became our coach, I would, I would not, I don't know. I would, I don't know about you, Andy. What do you think? Would you, would you kind of be like, or, you know, see our coach just kind of curious. Um, as far as Rich Basaccia goes. Yeah. If he would become our coach. Yeah. He, he's got a lot of fire that? to him. I like that. <laughs> All right. I mean, I like the fire and the drive he's got. You know, it's it's kind of it's really uplifting lifting to see some guy who's just you know it's almost like I can't take it anymore, and then he's just like you know yelling and screaming, you know, getting all up in players' faces. I yeah, love that. That's old school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't accept you know inept play. He doesn't accept it or tolerate it, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. He lets you know if he if you weren't doing what you're supposed to be doing, you weren't uh, doing your job. No. Okay. Missed yeah. assignments, yeah. missed tackles, stuff like right. that. You know, shanking stuff to the right constantly. He let right. Carlson know about that, didn't he? Right. Exactly. You know, and exactly. he got it corrected. He hasn't he been did. doing it lately. So far, so, so good. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. All right. Let's get He's to the most. Good. He's a really good coach. So let's get to the most depressing thing. Well, probably the Packers run the uh, uh, just just a total loser. Uh, the Falcons ran 78 plays. Ugh. I don't know if you saw this stat, John. Yes. The Falcons ran 78 plant plays to the Packers, 47 plays Jeez. on offense. Mm. Overall, the Falcons ran the ball 45 times, <laughs> almost as many times as the total number of Packers plays. <laughs> <laughs> the the Packers. This is very interesting. Uh, the Packers have ranked dead last yeah. in run EPA. It's very complicated. Look it up on Google. EPA. Uh, it's <laughs> hey, an estimated right. points metric um, okay. on defense. And right. since Goody took over as G- GM from 2018 to 2022. We are the worst in the entire NFL 
since 2018, five long years. Mm. So they have this metric when it comes to the running game and run defense, and Mm. we're dead last in it. So, Mm. yeah. And it was very interesting when I saw it in the article. I was like, oh, my gosh, that makes a lot of sense. That's terrible. (laughs) Because this has been a constant issue that has not been corrected, at least not yet. I know they're trying, (laughs) but they haven't accomplished it. We're still awful with this, and we need to get better and get better quick. Um, Otherwise, we aren't going to make the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah. So, lastly, and I know you talked a little bit about David Bakhtiari, but I have a different take on this. Uh, There are stories circulating out there that he didn't play because of the turf at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. If that's true, WTF, Mm. the man gets paid over a million dollars a game to play football, not to be scared of turf. So again, I'm not sure whether it was coming from David, whether it was coming from the Packers, a little bit of both. I don't know. I don't even know if that's that's a thing. But I saw enough articles pop up that maybe it is a thing. (laughs) So, uh, but again, John Packers Blitz fans out there, football fans, you didn't see Aaron Rodgers refuse to play home games for the New York Jets, did you? You know, they have a home, you know, uh, yeah, home turf that's awful. But you didn't yeah. see him not playing. You right. know, what's he going to end up playing? Not half of the games, seriously? Mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I know, uh, I want to see David Bakhtiari out there. I don't want to get him injured again. I understand right. that viewpoint. But there's a flip side of it. You can't be scared also to play football. And exactly. he has had so many knee issues. And I don't know if he actually has a knee issue or they just made it up. Or what the deal was, mm. but again, we aren't trying to be a conspiracy theorist here. But um, if it was the reason was the turf, I think that's a really sad excuse. Yeah. Uh, if it was David driving that, and I'm not saying he was. No. Uh, he seems we, like we, a tough dude and a really good football yeah. player, and he probably wanted to be out there. Um, and the thing, the point I wanted to make again is that this one loss can be the difference between us making the playoffs and not making them. Yep. This one loss. We are going to be probably end up being really, really close to making the playoffs. I think John had them in. I didn't have them in the playoffs, but they're going to be close. (laughs) They are. I really think they're going to be close. And Mm. so if they're, you know, an eight, nine team, nine and eight team, if they're nine and eight team, uh, they might make the playoffs. So Mm -hmm. again, uh, you need all your best players out there. And, um, That's that's what I want to say about that. Any more losers that you wanted to make mention uh, of, John? Yeah, it's just the whole mess of like in my rant where it's just everybody contributed to this. It, it was well rounded. You know, Joe Barry can't stop the run. Matt Lafleur is calling three runs in a row. AJ Dillon's tripping. <laughs> Our defense can intercept. Uh, you know, it's just an ep- an aptitude across. Lost the entire organization that in that game against again what sticks in my craw is that Atlanta's not a good team. They're, they're an average team. They're average, like you said, average, average, average. If you can't be in a horrible average, division, <laughs> in a horrible division, yeah, you which they're going to end up victory. being nine and eight, ten and seven, John. Yeah. And they're going to make the yeah. playoffs, like yeah. I said. And, and, and so. this thing is, if you're the if you're Falcons fan on Monday morning, you should be like, Whoo, that was close. <laughs> like, exactly. you can't feel one. good. You can feel good about a lot of things that you got the victory, but, yeah, but you got to be know, honest and be like, right. One. <laughs> I mean, you won by one stinking point. I mean, come on. It's not, not good. So anyway, Andy, yeah. so Peck, you got a rant. So, yes, <laughs> yes. So Packers, Bliss fans, hopefully this is worth the wait. But this is this is my this is my rant. When you're a very young team like the Packers, you have to learn something really quick if you want to win in the NFL. Winning is all about bringing your best for all sixty minutes, not fifty six, not fifty seven, not fifty eight, not fifty nine. It has to be all 60. 
That's my rant. But I'm going to move on to another thing that I saw. Evan Winter with AZ Sports said it best when he said, the Packers offense had the ball for just three minutes and 23 seconds in the final 15 minutes of the game and went 0 for 3 on third down and 0 for 1 on fourth down. The latter was a mistake by Jordan Love, and it cost the team not only a shot at converting a fourth and inches, but it cost them the game too. End quote. And that was from Evan Winter, by the way. Can't totally blame it on Jordan Love, by the way, but no. yeah, it would have been nice if he wouldn't look so foolish on that play. We already talked yeah. about that. <laughs> so, yeah. so then lastly, John Packers Blitz fans, this was a perfect example of a young player making a mistake at the most crucial time of the game. That is why we lost. That is why, as the greatest fans in the NFL, we have to continue to be patient. (laughs) If the Packers are going to make the playoffs, then those crucial mistakes need to be eliminated moving forward. So how about that rant, John? I love it. It's a good rant. Yes, you're absolutely right. And this is going, and Packer Blitz, as I'll tell you right now, and Andy, we, we all know, this is the first one. It's coming again. They're going to be game. I just see roller coaster games, roller coaster season, roller coaster, whatever. And you hope that we keep going up on the roller coaster, not keep going down and up. Uh, but we'll see. Um, but again, the thing I just want to, say is you can't put Jordan Love at this point in his career with 35 seconds left to try to win that game. Sorry. He's not Aaron Rodgers as of right now. And maybe he'll never. should have never gotten to that point. Never you know got it. I know it. The Packers never, fans know ever, it. Never, ever, ever so, to that point. So, yeah. let's go. Let's change that all. And let's have let's switch some gears. fun, switch <laughs> gears, and have some interesting, lighthearted facts in. Yeah, very interesting facts, too. Mm. Uh, first, okay. very interesting fact, uh, Packers fans. The Packers are the tallest roster in the NFC at 6.25 feet tall. <laughs> first fun fact. Second fact, the Packers are the heaviest roster in the N- NFC at... 248.9 pounds. Whoa, just shy. Just shy of New England's 249.1 pounds for the lead league lead. So we almost lead the league being the heaviest. Mm. Well, ice the cream third interesting, third interesting fact. The Packers are the least experienced roster on in the NFC. We already we've already talked about this, John. At 25.13 years of age. And the fourth thing, the Packers roster has only only 10 combined Pro Bowl selections. David Bakhtiari has three. Uh, Kenny Clark has two. Eldon Jenkins has two. Jair Alexander has two. And AJ, uh, sorry, uh, Aaron Jones has one, not AJ Dillon. <laughs> so that's no. 10 combined Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl selections. That's it. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And you've got other clubs, like uh, I would say, like the Bengals and the, uh, the Chiefs. They, they had at least uh, anywhere from five to, I think, eight Pro Bowl selections, mm. didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah. and we've, we've only got a combined <laughs> 10. Uh, so okay. yeah, that, yeah, okay. Well, I guess that wasn't, uh, that was kind of a downer at the end. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we should actually have more than that. So that means we, you know, our players got to start playing better. Our first round picks oh, yeah. got to start playing better. I mean, you, you got, and they are starting to. Uh, yeah, Quay Walker, Quay Walker looked, looked really good. Be, Devontae yeah, Wyatt. Be an all pro. Didn't hear much from him on uh, Sunday, but the first game he was all over the place. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, John, uh, we're going to talk about the home opener on Sunday. Woo, uh, here we go. 24th at noon against the New Orleans Saints. So, John, do you have anything you want to talk about with that? Um, not really, other than I just want to listen to what you say, then I'm going to kind of give my uh little uh spiel. Okay, go right ahead, you can go right ahead, right ahead, and, and chime in. 
So I'm going to kind of do some uh, comparisons, and then I'm going to pick which team is the best, basically. So um, this is going to help me determine who wins the game, by the way, fans. <laughs> so, so we're going to talk about this. John, if you're not in agreement with me, chime in. So, so for do. passing in the quarterback, uh, I think it's pretty even between uh, Derek Carr and Jordan Love. I don't think there's a huge difference between the two players, at least not at that at this point. I think Derek Carr, he's a veteran, but you know, I don't think he's any more or less talented than Jordan Love. So I think that's pretty even. What do you think? Yeah, I, okay. I agree. That's a point. If you're wrong, if you're if I'm wrong, let me know. No, no, no. So that's as point. far as the rushing goes at running back, I think the advantage is actually the Packers. Really? Uh, you got Aaron Jones. Oh, it's uh, right. Versus... Mary was suspended. Yeah. Right. Kamara was suspended for six games, and then you got uh, our old player, Jamal Williams, right? Yeah. Yeah, he runs the ball for them. And so he, uh, Aaron Jones is better than him. Uh, I think A.J. Dillon actually might be better than him, too. Uh, he had a good season last year for the Lions and scored a lot of touchdowns. But yeah, besides that, I don't yeah. – he he protects the ball really well, doesn't fumble, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the advantage is still the Packers. That's if Aaron Jones plays, by the way. <laughs> he needs if to play. If he plays. Uh, if he plays, yeah, if. Uh, it, with the receiving, with the wide receiver and tight end, I think the advantage is the Saints. Uh, they have wide, wide receivers Chris Olave, Michael Tomex, uh, Michael Thomas, uh, Rashid Shahid. <laughs> I love that name. And uh, he's kind of a playmaker. He, he, you know, does yeah. a lot, some running and some catching. He's a little bit, you know, kind of a jack of all trades type guy. Um, Swiss Army knife or whatever, but uh, for them. And then you had tight end uh, Juwan Johnson, who actually I don't think is any, any better than uh, Luke Musgrave, by the way, but yeah, yeah. And then, then against, uh, you know, our receivers like Romeo Dobbs is even going to play. Uh, uh, we got Jaden Reed. We got yeah, Christian uh, Watson. Yeah. We got Wicks. We've got Musgrave, but when you're comparing those uh, versus one another, I think the adv clear advantage right now would be yeah. the Saints. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I give them the, the advantage on that, but as far as the offensive line goes, <laughs> Big advantage, big advantage to Packers. Even with Jenkins and Bakhtiari maybe being out, uh, Jenkins is going to be out. Uh, Bakhtiari maybe, yeah. who knows. Um, so the Saints offensive line is penalty-prone, injured, and underperforming. They they are littered with former a lot of former first-round picks. Uh, Bob Rose from Sports Illustrated graded the unit a D, a D. Wow! <laughs> in 2022 i thought they were better okay. than that um so i'm taking his word for it uh even again even without the two uh our two offensive linemen on the left hand side the packers will be be okay because of their depth at the position so i think there's still the advantage to the packers so overall on offense the advantage goes to the packers yay yes <laughs> yes so we're analyzing it in a different way, Packers Blitz fans, Packer fans out there. So advantage Packers on offense. Now, as far as the defense yeah. goes, the defensive line, I would say the advantage is the Packers. Uh, the Saints had, do have veteran defensive and uh, Cameron Jordan, who's awesome. Uh, he's still he great, is. but the Packers D-line is deeper. So I give advantage to the Packers. John, anything? You all right with that? Yeah, I mean, it depends if Cameron Jordan or uh, takes over a game. Sometimes he – it depends mm -hmm. if Bakhtiari is his. Bakhtiari in, then yes. Uh, he's nullified then, in my opinion. Uh, okay. He'll still make plays. But, yes, I agree. But, again, depends on Bakhtiari <laughs> if he's right. in it or not. It actually probably maybe is a little bit more even than I thought it was. But yeah, I would as say – As far as the line – Yeah. Okay. As far as the linebackers go, the advantage, I think, are the Packers. Um, the, the the Saints do have Demario Davis, and I think it's, his name is Pete Werner. Uh, they're, they're really solid players, yeah, but the Packers player. are just better. They have they have better they have better linebackers than than the Saints. So I say advantage yeah. Packers. What do you think? Clay Walker, yes, is yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got Russell Douglas too. Uh, but the uh, 
Who's our who's our other linebacker with Quay Walker? He's not, his name's not coming to me. Um, he's good too. <laughs> yes. Oh, our middle uh, linebacker. Yeah. Dang it! Now you got me. Uh, Devon. No, okay. Devontae. What? Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move on. We'll look that up. We'll get back to it. Okay, but we're just better with our linebackers, so we just are. Yeah. Um. So at cornerback, again, advantage Packers. We got Rasul Douglas and Jair Alexander. Um, for the Saints, uh, Marcus Lattimore is good, but he's not uh, Alexander. He's not. He's not even Rasul Douglas. No. So um, advantage Packers on that. John, let me know if you're you know not in lockstep with that. Absolutely. Uh, at safety, the advantage would be this. Actually, the Saints. I think. Um, DeAndre kind of Campbell. Is that the deep. guy you're thinking of? Yes, Devondre Campbell. Campbell. Sorry, I was yeah, I was saying Russell Douglas. It wasn't Russell Douglas. So, yep, uh, great linebacker for the Packers. So, and then at uh, at safety again, advantage would be the Saints. Uh, you got Marcus May and uh, Tyron Honey Badger <laughs> Matthew, uh, and they are upgrades over our guys. So I say the advantage to the Saints. But overall on defense, the advantage is the, I think the Packers, and yeah. so. Uh, then we, if we talk about special teams, who cares at that point? <laughs> we already right. already yeah. picked the, the Packers are better on offense and defense. So at that point, I'm saying the Packers are going to win. Uh, Packers are going to win 24-20 uh, over the Saints is what I picked. Mm. John? I like yeah, so I really think... Um, point spreads 43, by the way. 43.5. Mm, 43. Okay. Um, and the Packers are picked by, I don't know, a point, maybe a point and a half, something like that, over the Saints. Course. I think we're a better – I really think – I just think we're a better team. I was watching the game with Carolina a little bit this tonight, and yeah. Saints, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't right. think there's But they look like the Falcons. Great. Um, one yeah. thing I want to mention on defense that could possibly – I don't know if it will hurt us or not, but Lucas Van Ness sub- suffered an elbow injury in the um, yep. Atlanta game. I have not heard anything. Have you, Andy? I've been looking at the news here just really quick. And not a word. Say he uh, heard it, and he didn't. his return to that game, uh, the, the Falcons yep. game, was questionable. But yep. there is no news. No one has come out and said anything. Um, by the yeah. way, I want to update Packer Blitz fans on another guy, Eric Stokes. It's starting to scare me, Andy, because no one's saying anything. I looked it up today and just before I got on, just to be like, what's going on? And everyone just keeps saying, yep, he's out four games on the PUP list. And I'm like, okay. And <laughs> still, you usually say, like when Rashawn Gary was coming back, what did people say? Oh, he's practicing. He's looking good. And he's doing that. They're not saying nothing, nothing, which to me, there's something going on. So Packer Blitz fans, if you know anything, you throw, throw it our way uh, on our social media sites, YouTube, uh, Twitter, as well as Facebook, or PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com, uh, please. Yeah. I'm, I'm really confused. again. Yes. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Uh, but look at Van Ness again. When I first saw it, I thought it was if he's kind of just holding his arm kind of yes. limply. I th- I thought it was his elbow, yes, but that tough. he had hit his funny bone and it was just a mm. temporary thing. No. I don't think it was a te- it's not no, a temporary not. thing. And then the uh, other thing I thought it was maybe his shoulder, maybe it was a stinger or I'm something, gonna, but I don't think it was that either. So uh, we'll see. Um we'll have to let everybody know, give an yeah, update yeah, we'll next know. time. Yeah, we'll update. So, so my prediction is the Packers yeah. bounce back. They win uh, 27-23 um, and pull this one out <laughs> barely. I think it's going to be a nail-biter game. I think uh, the defense will redeem itself. Um, and the reason I said 27-23 is because uh, it just seems like a 27-23 game, like a wacky score, like last week. <laughs> I mean, well, this, whatever, Sunday, uh, 25-24. <laughs> you know, it's like, huh? That's kind of a weird score, right? 
Uh, and mm-hmm. so anyway, and I think yeah. we win because I, usually now we'll see this year, but usually Matt LaFleur, once he loses a game, like he lost in Atlanta, he usually gets everyone ready and bounce back. And I think Jordan love is young enough to be like, okay, it's done. Move on. But Aaron Rodgers, I think he would be a little, little more uh, cerebral and be like, okay, what did I do wrong? And uh, fix yep. that. And, you know, I think Jordan loves just come. Okay. <laughs> Next and we're, game. Yep. Let's go. Yep. So and we're, and, and we're at home too, John. So that's, that's, yeah. So that'd be a fun yeah, advantage. Fun. You hope. Yeah. That'll yeah. be fun to have everyone home. So yeah. Andy. And, and um, by, by the way, uh, just to give us a report card, uh, you know, uh, I know Packers Blitz fans uh, probably thought I picked Atlanta last time. I, I did, but there was some changes in availability yeah. of players. So I texted Zach, uh, sorry, uh, uh, John just before the game. Um, and I was with Zach, my yes. son, <laughs> watching the game. And uh, I had changed my final score. I, I, I had actually picked the Packers. I had switched it to... Um, I think it was 23-17. And I was feeling really good about that pick up until, you know, the debacle in the fourth quarter because they were up 24-12. to 12. So I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I, I, you know, I picked this game right. I thought, you know, man, I really thought we were going to win, right? And it's a debacle. And then again, we lost 25-24. So we were both wrong on that, which, um, you know, I really hated to be wrong on that. So, but... It is what it is. So, yeah, just yeah. a little uh, report card on that, <laughs> scorecard on that. And then before we wrap up episode 38, John, uh, on a positive note, uh, the Packers are going to defeat the Saints next week at the friendly confines of Lambeau. On another positive note, Aaron Charles Rogers may end up returning this season after an innovative procedure by renowned orthopedic surgeon Dr. Neil Oh gosh, I forget his last name. How to pronounce that? Take <laughs> <laughs> take a, a shot. I don't know. I I. Latre. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> he's a fa- world famous well, doctor. He, okay. that does orthopedic yeah. surgeons? So, Elatrosh or something. There you go. Something like that. I don't know. Someone tell um, us how to pronounce it. Reach out. Yeah. So me. so the this surgeon. Uh, it was going to place an internal brace called an Achilles speed bridge hmm. on Rogers fully torn, fully torn left Achilles. So they had hmm. photos of that. It was kind of gross uh, where they did, you know, stop <laughs> where they stopped it and they showed it. But yeah, no, not, not for me, but um, the procedure is designed to protect the repairer accelerate the normal rehab process and open up the possibility of an earlier return. So um, I think that's why Aaron did it. Uh, It sounded like he really wanted to return this season. So, yeah. And he saw Zach Wilson play against the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? And he said, sugar, I got to get back. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then uh, after the Packers' week one victory over the Bears, 98% of Packers fans are confident in the team's direction. They did a survey. John, I wonder what that percentage is now after the week uh, two loss to the seventh-ranked Falcons. Oh, stop it. Whatever. Stop Uh, it. John, given we have the greatest fans in the NFL, I would hope that it is only dipped to about yeah, 97%. 97%. The Packers have a bright future. They do ahead of them with Jordan Love as its starting quarterback, as their starting quarterback. So, John, uh, any to- final thoughts before yeah, we totally, totally call it a night? <laughs> totally agree. Uh, patience, patience, patience. I uh, know I didn't show patience at my rant, but that's because I'm sick and tired of losing games against teams like the Falcons year after year after year, it gets old and it, it really, you know, makes you mad and we should get mad because we cannot go back to the eighties. Andy and I know that. So really quickly, make sure you uh, subscribe. Packers blitz uh, rate us five stars. Cause like I said, it's just Andy and I 
just trying to do our best because we love the Packers and, you know, to keep us supported here so we can continue to do this. Uh, please listen to Packers Blitz on your favorite podcast uh, channel, uh, whether it be, you know, Spotify, YouTube, Apple. Uh, and again, remember, folks, we got to win this game because the saying, so we need all the positivity we can get and throw the other stuff out because two and one is sure going to be better than one and two. So we got to stay focused. John. No more Groundhog Days. No more Groundhog Days. Yeah, so that is over. Uh, in the movie, Bill Murray uh, gets out of that, by the way. Spoiler alert, but I don't care. It's been out since 94. Watch it. Um, so anyway, <laughs> go Pack Go! Go Pack Go! Thanks, Annie. Love you, brother. See you later.